Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Airtime Glow Up, and I'm your host, Paige Loren, and you'll notice we have some different scenery here. I am puppy sitting this week, so this is their office that I'm using, and I'll just be here for the week because I won't be at my apartment. But man, it has been a few weeks since I've done an episode, so let me give you guys just like a little bit of a life update before we get into our topic for today. We took a couple of trips over the last month. So we went to Utah. I can't remember if I told you guys that in the last one. I think I might have. But we went to Utah, which was super fun. Very short, but still fun. And then we also went to Louisiana to visit my sister. And we stayed there for almost a week. It was a jam-packed almost week, let me tell you. Um, but that was so fun, but I am happy to be back, just kind of like back in my routine. I will say traveling always kind of stresses me out, so I am happy to take things a little bit slower, especially with the holidays. I don't know what it is about the holidays, but even if I don't have tons of plans, I just always feel like I'm busy. And then we aren't doing anything for, or we aren't going anywhere for Christmas or New Year's, so I am kind of happy about that because... It just gives us more time to relax before the new year, spend time with each other, me and my husband. That's pretty much it. I will also give you guys a prep update because so much can happen in four weeks. And not that I'm on prep, but I guess like a post-show update. I am about 10 weeks post-show. I am about nine, nine-ish pounds up. So I'm pretty happy with progress. So far, I definitely have more shape, which is nice because towards the end of prep, like you're so depleted, it's almost hard to get a pump or even just like feel feminine, if that makes sense. Happy just with where I'm at post-show. And I also feel like my personality is finally back and I have energy and just everything, everything is just so much better than it was like the week after my show. Not to say that my show was bad. I loved the third show I did, but you know, there's just like that adjustment period where you're so depleted mentally and physically. And then you finally get to a point where you're excited to go to the gym. You're excited to hit your workouts. You can actually get a glute pump, stuff like that. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all the updates. Um, today's episode is actually a Q&A. I have about... 10-ish questions here. So we'll just kind of go through those. Um, some of them are about fitness. Some of them are about advice. Some of them are just about me. So we have a good variety in here. I read over these because I like have them saved on my computer, but I didn't actually like come up with the answers for all of them. So this is kind of like a blind Q&A, if that makes sense. We'll start with where does your confidence come from? I feel like that's a good one to start with things come to mind for this one time and the second one is action I think confidence comes from and I guess these are kind of inner intermixed but I do feel like it takes time for somebody to become confident whether they're whether you're already there or you're working towards it it's okay to be kind of in that process of trying to be more confident right I feel like I wasn't confident in a lot of areas until I got to high school. This kind of goes with the second one I said action. So when I, I, I feel like as a kid, I took so many things very literally. 
um, even as like a young, even like under the age of 10. For example, if somebody said something to me, we're gonna play on Friday, <laughs> right? That's just an easy example. In my head, in my nine-year-old mind, it was like concrete in my head, like, okay, we're gonna play, we have plans on Friday. Sometimes kids say things and they like don't mean it all the time, right? I feel like because I took things so literally as a child, and then I realized a lot of people say things and don't follow through, like as an adult, that gave me a lot of confidence because when I say something, I follow through with it. You know, and I'm not perfect, right? Uh, it, it took time and there's times where like I can't follow through with everything, but for the most part, like if I say I'm going to do something or I, I, I'm just an action taker I, and I feel like that in itself builds a lot of confidence because you're consistently showing up for yourself or even other people too. Um, so yeah, time and action, I would narrow it down to that. Your red flags in dating. So I kind of have thought about this one, but I might just like think as I talk here. Um, I feel like the biggest red flag is if someone is not supportive of you bettering yourself. I actually dated a guy where, um, okay, so we were briefly engaged. <laughs> I don't even like to bring that up because it well, it was like so brief, but, um, we were briefly engaged and, um, he, oh, I mentioned this in one of the first episodes and I, at this time I was in college and I was going to the gym every day at like five or five 30. Um, just cause I had busy days, long days. I was working, going to school. That was like, and I hate going at night. So like that was the only time that I really wanted to go. And he, if you haven't watched the first episode, I I say almost the exact same thing, but he had the audacity to say to me, when we're married, I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's rational for you to go to the gym every day at 530. Like what? Excuse me. And I also just want to keep things, keep things in perspective here. This is literally months after I recovered from an eating disorder for the second time. So like the fact that I had just gone, like I was on this recovery journey, trying to better myself. I knew I was like doing the right thing, eating more, trying to like go to the gym and better myself. And then somebody to tell me, not just that, not just, oh, I don't like it. He called it irrational. Like that's a pretty strong word. Irrational in the sense of it doesn't make sense, but whatever. So I would say that's a major big red flag. Um, a major red flag. I don't know why I said major and big. Anyway, so that's definitely one. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is kind of basic, but I just feel like if somebody's fake, <laughs> they're fake. If they lie, if they try to manipulate you, straight to jail. Absolutely not. I feel like I have a pretty good read on people like with first impressions. So I can usually tell if somebody's BSing me or lying to me. And ladies like you or anybody, not even just ladies, we do not have time for that. Okay. No. How about just be honest and 
upfront and not try to hide things and we'll be good. Those are definitely two big red flags that I would run from. Next question we have here is what is your inspo for your style in fashion? I wish I knew. <laughs> no, um, I guess I went through a phase in high school where I dressed like super preppy and I, looking back, I realized it was because my mom dressed super preppy and it wasn't because she made me dress a certain way because she definitely didn't, but I realized like close with my mom. So I just, until I found my own style, that's how I dressed. Anyway, that was kind of like a side story, but my, my inspo for fashion and I guess style in general, um, I would say it's like feminine, but edgy but also mostly black <laughs> a lot of my wardrobe I'll need to put a picture up or something but a lot of my wardrobe is just black gray white neutrals and I just love that vibe I just love that it looks so clean like monochromatic yes absolutely I'm here for that so yeah I guess that's kind of what I would label it as feminine but edgy also black and I don't know if I have like an inspo for it I would honestly need to think about that more like what inspired it I don't really know I'm not sure what did you take away from your last bodybuilding show I'm going to talk about my first bodybuilding season really what I took away from bodybuilding is you are more capable than you think and you can get results like you can get results <laughs> really is what it it comes down to because each show I was I feel like my conditioning was better I just brought like a different look a different shape and it's so cool in a matter of months to just see what your body is capable of um I, that that's pretty much it <laughs> ever been told to stop taking your fitness lifestyle so seriously I think so it kind of going back to what I just said about taking everything literally as a child, I take everything seriously. <laughs> um, I take everything and I don't mean in like a stoic, non-joking, non-fun way. I just mean I take everything and I want to do it well and I want to do it all the way um, and I want to do it fast. So I do kind of also going along with like some of the other answers but anything I do I want to actually do it and I want to do it well like I said um I don't think I've ever been told to stop taking it so seriously from what I remember I mean except for like that one guy I dated but um yeah I I feel like when people meet me they know that I take things seriously so they like don't try to tell me to stop if your dream life <laughs> really feel like I need to think about this one um but I guess my dream life would I already have my dream job which I absolutely love so I'm an online fitness coach but I'm not the CEO so which is really nice because I've been a CEO and I don't it was a little overwhelming for me so being self-employed but not running the company <laughs> definitely part of my dream life me and my husband eventually want to, like at some point, a house kind of in the mountains or like in the woods. 
So I feel like that would also be a big part of our dream life. Um, but we don't know where, when, or it's kind of like a long-term goal. Really want kids until I was like 20 or 21, which was like a few years ago. So I do want kids someday, but not right now. Probably like two, maybe three. Four, I might lose my sanity, but we, we never know, right? Um, but I feel like that that's kind of like what my... I guess what my dream life would look like for right now. That could always change. Hope to achieve in 2024. We, me and my husband want to take a trip to where his mom is from. Um, we also want to, we just have some financial goals that we're working towards. Like my main goal, besides my financial goals, because those are like pretty high on there. Um, I feel like my main goal is just to like really take this off season of bodybuilding, not even off season, this improvement season of bodybuilding seriously. I hate that I said that (laughs) like after we just talked about it. Um, but take this improvement season and like not being in prep and do the best that I can because I haven't had a solid bodybuilding improvement season. So I'm just like really excited for the time and really like I can't rush that that just comes with time comes with literally putting the reps in and yeah our space buns making a comeback so for those of you who are maybe like new to either my page or the podcast or just like me in general I I created my Instagram space buns page about a year ago and I think I just came up with it because it just sounds cute, but also like I would wear space buns out of the seven days of the week, right? And half of the time. So I just figured like, oh, that's perfect. I wear space buns all the time and my name is Paige. Love it. But then I buzzed my hair. (laughs) There's no space buns. Honestly, probably not for a while. I love my hair short. I love that I spend like two minutes on my hair, if that, in the morning. Like right now. So when it was buzzed, extremely low maintenance, right? I would buzz it like every two to four weeks. Didn't have to do anything with it in the morning. Goals. Um, But now I did dye it blonde. So um, my hair is naturally like pretty dark brown. If you've seen on YouTube the previous episodes, but um, yeah, I really like it blonde and short. If anything, if I were to make another change, I would probably get it professionally dyed and cut because I just did this myself. I would just like buzz it again because I really liked when it was just like a clean buzz. But so probably not, honestly, probably not. But am I going to go through and change my Instagram and my email and all the other things I have under Space Buns page? Also, no, I don't have time for that. Also, then I have to like read, then people have to remember, oh, it's not Space Buns page, it's something else. No, we're just going to leave it, but they're probably not going to come back for a while. How do I find myself in a world that seems so full of distractions? thing you can do to find yourself is to spending time alone 
um, all, you know, a lot of time alone or like a lot of time only by yourself is the answer, but spending more time alone. So don't feel like you need to isolate yourself or not have friends or not go out. Um, but spending time by yourself allows you, sorry, spending time with yourself alone allows you to come up with your own views on things. It allows you to spend time to think. It allows you to just like listen to your intuition and your own thoughts because there's so much noise, especially with social media and content. There's so much noise out there. Like you need time to disconnect and remember that you're still a human and what are your views? What are your own personal views on things? Um, one thing I always think about, cause I'm sure we've all death scrolled once or twice or daily, right? On Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is, TikTok, I'm sure. I always remember is there's only two industries that call their customers consumers. It's drugs and social media. So when I'm on social media, I always keep in the back of my head, okay, am I creating or am I consuming or am I connecting? I feel like that is like they're all separate, but am I consuming content just to consume it or could I be doing something better with my time or am I creating content to help people and connect with people and, you know, just put my own personal brand and views out there. That's just something I always think about um, if I do find myself like, because sometimes I will find myself like trying to find an audio, but then I end up like just keep scrolling. So I just always keep that in the back of my head. Am I consuming or creating? Um, I think another thing actually I just thought of, I think another thing is um, finding people that have the same ideals as you and morals. So I have a few very close friends, um, but I don't have a lot of acquaintances, I would say, um, or just like a, lot, a big friend group. I am a one-on-one -on -one kind of person. So, um, you know, I think being selective with who you share your energy with, who you are getting energy from, um is super important because whether you agree or disagree when you're around certain people their energy can like can affect you in some way and I hate to be like all woo-woo with that but it, it is true like if you really pay attention to if you get really in tune with like your feelings and ask yourself how do I feel when I'm around certain people or in specific situations you'll begin to see how things make you feel. And is that a good feeling or a bad feeling? It's down to. One more question here. So this one is the one I did think about a little bit more. So PED use, transparency is important as coaches. So this one, and I'm gonna answer it in three different ways because three different scenarios come to mind. Um, and just to, uh, if you're not sure what PED stands for, it stands for performance enhancing drugs. So PED use, 
transparency is important as coaches. So here are the three scenarios I thought of. A client who is already using PEDs coming to me as a coach and they want to work with me. And then we have a um, coach, maybe they're having their client take a supplement, but it ends up being a PED. And then the third scenario is as a coach, if you're taking PEDs, do you need to tell your clients? See how those are all different? So we'll start with the first one. Um, if a client is coming to me to work with me, do they need to tell me that they're taking something? Yes, because they're taking the, the frequency, the dose, it will affect their results and how their body responds. So it'll affect, excuse me, it'll affect blood work, hormones, like I said, how their body is responding, their look, are they retaining water, how they're building muscle, the rate at which they build muscle. Like there's so many different things that it's affecting. As a client, you should be telling your coach if you're already taking something. Um, coach is having their client take something for, let's say, a, a show, um, but their client isn't super familiar with PEDs in general, which is totally normal. Most people aren't educated or just don't know about them, right? So yes, again, I think if a coach is having their client take something that is a PED, then they need to disclose what that is and not just disclose what it is or like the dose, but I think it, as a coach, it's responsible to disclose the side effects, especially for females. If you don't want where like basically you become less feminine and more masculine from like you need to disclose that, disclose those side effects. So whether that is like voice deepening or acne or just how their body will respond, like those things need to be talked about. I, I think a responsible coach would disclose those side effects and just be open with their clients. Now let's talk about the third scenario. So this is where a coach is taking, you know, something um, with clients. <laughs> um, then I feel like that's up to the person because at the end of the day, the coach's supplement routine doesn't affect the client. So even if the coach were to disclose what they were taking, it still wouldn't affect the whatever the client's doing to reach their health and fitness goals. Um, also, like that could be part of their medical history, which again, they don't need to disclose. And if you really think about it, a coach is going to have completely different genetics, stress levels, maybe like age, uh, maybe even gender, like it's going to be, they're completely different. They have a completely different genetic makeup than their clients do. So it's really like irrelevant when you think about it. Um, like as a coach, if you're going to say, oh, I got these results from eating healthy and lifting, but then you also took PEDs, I feel like that is a little misleading because then you're saying, you're saying, oh, it was only these two things, but then it was also this other thing too, right? So, you know, again, 
that's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. But those are just my initial thoughts when it comes to this question. All the questions for today's episode. Um, let me know if you liked this episode or just your thoughts on different topics that we covered. We did cover like a good variety of topics. Um, thank you guys so much for watching on YouTube or just listening on wherever you're listening to. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.